0: Confusion is a product of many choices, all pretending to be the right decision. God Said Man Said is a proof text that proves scholastically and pragmatically that the God of the authorized King James Bible is the creator of all that is visible and invisible, and there are no other gods beside him. Presently, there are 555 feature articles archived in text and streaming audio on God Said Man Said for your consideration and edification. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for coming. There is seemingly no end to the God options offered to man by the enemy of his soul, but there is only one God and the one book he has authored. In God's book, the Holy Bible, there is only one way for man to be saved from ultimate, eternal, cognizant destruction, and that is through the shed blood of his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. 1 John chapter 1, verses 5-10, through 10, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and we walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanseth us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Have you been washed in Christ's cleansing blood? Have you been born again? Would you like the confusion to end? Would you like to have all your sin and shame blotted out, even the associated memories of guilt? Would you like the power to live a Christ-centered life? God said, Man said, has glorious news for you. Today is your day of salvation. Click on to further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Isaiah fourteen twenty-nine. Rejoice not thou, whole Palestina, because the rod of him that smote thee is broken. For out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrice, and his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent. God said, Jeremiah fifty-one thirty-four. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, hath devoured me. He hath crushed me. He hath made me an empty vessel. He hath swallowed me up like a dragon. He hath filled his belly with my delicacies. He hath cast me out. God said Job chapter 40:15 through 19. Behold now Behemoth which I made with thee, he eateth grass as an ox. Lo now his strength is in his loins, and his force is in the navel of his belly. He moveth his tail like a cedar. The sinews of his stones are wrapped together. His bones are as strong as pieces of brass. His bones are like bars of iron. He is the chief of the ways of God. He that made him can make his sword to approach unto him. God said, Job chapter 41, verse one, fourteen 14 through 21, 25 through 31 and 33. Canst thou draw out Leviathan with an hook or his tongue with a cord which thou lettest down? Who can open the doors of his face? His teeth are terrible round about. His scales are his pride, shut up together as with a close seal. One is so near to another that no air can come between them. They are joined one to another. They stick together that they cannot be sundered. By his niecings a light doth shine, and his eyes are like the eyelids of the morning. Out of his mouth go burning lamps and sparks of fire leap out. Out of his nostrils goeth smoke as out of a seething pot or cauldron. His breath kindleth coals, and the flame goeth out of his mouth. When he raiseth up himself, the mighty are afraid. By reasons of breakings they purify themselves. The sword of him that layeth at him cannot hold, the spear, the dart, nor the harbinger. He esteemeth iron as straw, and brass as rotten wood. The arrow cannot make him flee. Sling stones are turned with him into stubble. Darts are counted as stubble. He laugheth at the shaking of a spear. Sharp stones are under him. He spreadeth sharp pointed things upon the mire. He maketh the deep to boil like a pot. He maketh the sea like a pot of ointment. Upon earth there is not his like who is made without fear. God said, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 14, I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And God doeth it that men should fear before him. Man said dinosaurs preceded man and the evolutionary tree becoming extinct about 65 million years ago. They certainly did not walk the earth at the same time as man. And it can, if it can be proven that they did, the whole structure of evolution would collapse. Now the record. There are around 40-plus features on God Said, Man Said that deal with the Bible's declaration concerning the earth's age and creatures such as dinosaurs. The scriptures are abundantly clear that the earth was created just over 6,000 years ago in six literal 24-hour days, and that dinosaurs and man lived contemporaneously. Exodus 20, 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested on the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. It is central to the success of the born again, that we know with complete confidence that God's word is true and righteous altogether, because where there is doubt, the mountain won't move. Saints can be confident of this one thing. God's word has been challenged incessantly since the beginning of time by Satan and his brightest carnal minds over and over again. But they have failed time after miserable time, and this will never change. Your childlike faith cannot be disappointed. Today's scientists take great pride in the plasticity of their profession, trumpeting their willingness to change when a new discovery arises which proves their old theory wrong. Of course, this is a demonstration of the frailty of man's natural understanding, and it adds weight to the statement, man's truth of yesterday is debunked by man's truth of today, and man's truth of today will be debunked by man's truth of tomorrow. That doesn't sound like truth, does it? God and his word, on the other hand, never change. Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, for I am the Lord, I change not. That's the nature of real truth. Carnal man's science has rejected the house of faith, replacing it with their universities and museums of unbelief. When arriving at their museums, instead of being greeted by the Word of God and His Christ, as you should expect at the house of God, one meets Tyrannosaurus Rex and his companions. According to the evolutionist, the dinosaur roamed the earth for millions of years, dying out 65 million years ago. Contrast that statement with the Bible's 6,000-plus years. Someone is not correct. Before 1841, the word dinosaur was not in the English lexicon. A British scientist by the name of Richard Owens coined it from two Greek words, dinos and sauros, which simply means terrible lizard. A dinosaur is an oversized lizard reptile. Prior to 1841, dinosaurs were known in the Scriptures and by man as dragons, leviathan behemoth cockatrice fiery flying serpents etc yes the scriptures ancient history societal records paleontology and archaeology boldly declare and point to a time when man and the terrible lizard live side by side a few high points from god said man said features dealing with dinosaurs follow The Bible is full of dragons, fiery flying serpents, the cockatrice, behemoth, leviathan, etc., fearsome creatures of colossal size, with some who even breathe fire. Prior to the flood in the days of Noah, man lived 13 times longer than he does today. A reptile never stops growing. An old reptile? is a large one. It is true that as they age, they grow more slowly, but imagine a pre-flood, oxygen-rich atmosphere with perfect food, perfect water, and air, etc. Now imagine the Chinese iguana that can reach 12 feet in length. He would be 156 feet long and two plus stories tall. Dinosaur records are found all over the world. England alone had 216 sites of dinosaur activity, with numerous places named after these creatures, such as Dragon's Green, Sharp Fight Meadow, Dragon Horde, etc. The dragon represents one month of the Chinese calendar, with all 11 of the rest of the months represented by regular, everyday creatures. Ancient petroglyphs, rock carvings, depict dinosaur-like creatures. Ancient pictographs, cave paintings attest to dinosaurs living contemporaneously with man. Records hailing back to just a few hundred years mention dinosaur-like creature activity and read like a police blotter. The mysterious ancient Ica stones shout yes to the dinosaur within the history of man. Soft tissue found in purported 65 million plus year old dinosaurs shocked the world of evolution to the core. How could it be? Their greeter at the local museum, their Goliath, has been toppled over and over again, but they continue to prop him up. They must cling. Concerning the long-age claim of pseudoscience, Albert Ingalls had this to say regarding apparent human footprints in rock and the periodical Scientific American. If man or even his ape ancestor, or even that ape ancestor's early mammalian ancestor, existed as far back in the Carboniferous period in any shape, then the whole science of geology is so completely wrong that all the geologists will resign their jobs and take up truck driving. Hence, for the present at least, science rejects the attractive explanation that man made these mysterious prints in the mud of the Carboniferous period with his feet. End of quote. We found the following paragraph in Derek Isaac's book, Dragons or Dinosaurs. The statement was made by Samuel Hubbard, honorary curator of archaeology of the Oakland Museum. He and C.W. Gilmore, the curator of paleontology at the United States National Museum and others were on an expedition to Havasupai Canyon to study pictographs, petroglyphs, and artifacts left behind by ancient American Indians. Hubbard said the following, the fact that some prehistoric man made a pictograph of a dinosaur on the walls of this canyon upsets completely. All of our theories regarding the antiquity of man. Facts are stubborn and immutable things. If theories do not square with the facts, then the theories must change. The facts remain. End of quote. Isaac's excellent book goes into some detail on dinosaur reports by ancient and not so ancient people and peoples. Several excerpts follow. In North America, the Huron Indians had a legend of a giant dragon named Angont that inhabited the lakes, rivers, and forests. The Seneca Indians passed down a legend about a creature named Dunagaz. In her book, uh, author Carol Rose wrote, Dunagaz may be uh, seen sunning himself sometimes on the banks of the rivers and lakes where he normally resides in the deep still pools. Traveling thousands of miles away from North America to the Middle East, we find the Apalala, a dragon that was said to inhabit the river Swat in the highlands of Peshawar, now modern-day Pakistan. The Swiss have a distinct legend about a dragon named Elbist. Sightings of the dragon began in 1584 and continued all the way up to 1926. It is described as a bulky, clawed, four-footed dragon the size of two boats side by side in the water. It is said to inhabit a lake near Lucerne, Switzerland. Gargleville inhabited the marshes of the river Seine, around the town of Rowan near Normandy in northern France. This dragon caused quite a stir. It was known to upset small fishing boats and devour the fishermen, as well as take cattle and other livestock and drag them into the water. A man named John Trundle, in August of 1614, first reported the dragon of St. Leonard's Forest in Sussex, England. This dragon was said to be responsible for the loss of men and cattle. Into the deep Orient, we go to find a Japanese three-clawed dragon named Tatsu, which is described as having a serpent-like body that is associated uh, with the sea. Going on shore in China, we find the great water dragon, Tai Lung. Tai Lung was responsible for the control of the waters in the rivers and streams. The Chinese have a dragon called Lai Chen Zhu, that was hatched from an egg and northern africa has one called amphivena and laid eggs in the sand the russian dragon koshai fell victim to sens- sensationalism going beyond being hatched from an egg it was claimed that its soul was attached to an egg dragons or dinosaurs goes on to note that these massive creatures maintain the reptilian reproduction pattern of laying eggs isaac reports records of ancient historians several excerpts follow Josephus by no means stands alone as a respected historian according stories of flying reptiles, more specifically those called dragons. In fact, other historians gave even more detail. A Roman historian named Pliny, the elder, wrote an encyclopedic work entitled Natural History, which was relied upon for scientific matters up to the Middle Ages. In it, he spoke freely of dragons. It is India that produces the largest elephant as well as the dragon who is perpetually at war with the elephant and is itself so enormous a size as to envelop the elephant with its folds and encircle them in its coils. The contest is equally fatal to both. The finality of this fight is visually dramatic. The struggle leaves both combatants dead, a generalization more than likely. Nevertheless, here we see Pliny left his readers with a definitive, logical ending to an encounter between two powerful creatures. But this is not an anomaly for Pliny. uh, Multiple times he spoke freely of the dragon. Here is another of his extraordinary accounts. It lies, therefore, coiled up and concealed in the rivers in wait for the elephants when they come to drink, upon which it darts out, fastens itself around the trunk, and then fixes its teeth behind the ear, that being the only place which the elephant cannot protect with the trunk. Herodotus is best known for his celebrated work, The History, which chronicled the Greco-Persian Wars. It is evident in his writings that he was inclined to seek eyewitness accounts of stories he heard. In one instance, an oral story intrigued him so much so that Herodotus felt compelled to verify the account for himself. He went to Arabia near the city of Budo, where the account of the winged serpents originated. There he saw this flying reptile in quantities that he said would be impossible to describe. Here is his description. The form of the serpent is like that of the water snake, but he has wings without feathers and as like as possible to the wings of a bat. Also notice that Herodotus specifically added that the wings were not like a bird's. There were no feathers on them. He perfectly described the wings of the ancient flying reptiles. Earlier, I made the distinction that I believed creatures like the uh, 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 pterosaurs were lumped together into the classification of dragons by ancient people groups in addition to the T-Rex, raptors, and other carnivorous dinosaurs that match scale for scale the land-bound dragons. This conclusion is due to the inescapable fact that so many of the legends of dragons contain flying features with bat-like wings." Bougainja is a Malaysian dragon that lives in the jungles. It is a huge winged dragon. In Europe, we have the winged dragon story of Sefat In China, we have uh, the dragon uh, Ying Lung. Ying Lung is noted as being one of the few winged dragons to come from the long line of Chinese accounts. The legend of Sitalis is a european dragon whose description includes not only wings like its counterparts noted above but it was described as being extraordinarily colored estonia brings us the legend of its own winged dragon named tulahan the slavic people of eastern europe told stories of the Simargol, described as a winged creature resembling a dragon many may not be aware that the explorer marco polo earns a seat in our dragon discussion. His journals, which begin to circulate throughout Europe in the late 13th century, also claim that there were some fascinating reptiles that were decisively more vigorous than just a whimsical thought. This is what Marco had to say. Leaving the city of Yakai and traveling 10 days into the westerly direction, you reach the province of Karazan, which is also the name of its chief city. Here are seen huge serpents... Ten paces in length and ten spans in the gird of the body. At the forepart near the head, they have two short legs having three claws like those of a tiger with eyes larger than a fourpenny loaf and every very glaring. The jaws are wide enough to swallow a man. The teeth are sharp and large and their whole appearance is so formidable that neither man nor any kind of animal can approach them without terror end of quote did man and dinosaurs live together upon the earth within the memory of man is the bible accurate in its description of dragons fiery flying serpents the cockatrice leviathan and behemoth yes and yes at the end of this feature you'll find a list of god-said men said subjects that deal with the age of the earth and dinosaurs when one arrives at the house of faith he or she is greeted by the word of God and his Christ. When one arrives at the cathedrals, museums of the anti-Bible people, he or she is greeted by a dinosaur, a dragon, their Goliath, a symbol of their organized rebellion against the credibility of God and his Bible. Should it then be any surprise to you that Satan, the enemy of the cross of Christ, is known as the old serpent and great dragon, Revelation twelve one through 9 and there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she being with child cried, travailing in birth, and pain to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his head's And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them down to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered, for devour her child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man-child, who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up unto God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness, where she had a place prepared of God, that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and threescore days. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought in his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world, he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Revelation. be careful who meets you at the door. God said, Isaiah 14.29, Rejoice not thou whole Palestinian, because the rod of him that smote thee is broken, for out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrice, and his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent. God said, Jeremiah 51.34, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, hath devoured me, he hath crushed me, he hath made me an empty vessel, he hath swallowed me up like a dragon, he hath filled his belly with my delicates, he hath cast me out. God said, Ecclesiastes 3.14, I know that whatsoever God doeth it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it, and God doeth it that men should fear before him. Man said, Dinosaurs preceded man in the evolutionary tree, becoming extinct about 65 million years ago. They certainly did not walk the earth at the same time as man. And if it can be proven that they did, the whole structure of evolution would collapse. Now you have the record.